Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Sent Us. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, you'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. Welcome to Locked On Blazers on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Seth Johnston. It's Wednesday, October 25th, 2017. The Blazers don't have a game today. They started their long homestand yesterday with their home opener against the Pelicans, the fearsome Pelicans from New Orleans. They could have, do you think fighting Pelicans would have helped? That probably only would have made it more funny. The fighting Pelicans. I like it. I like Pelicans, though. I'm a, I'm a Pelicans mascot apologist. I think it's great. I like quirky team names uh, more than just, you know, boring focus group, sterile, corporate sounding ones. Trailblazers, obviously the best team name. Um, but Pelicans, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Blazer News. Joe Freeman of the Oregonian, he reported that Myers Leonard is doubtful for the Clippers tomorrow after he tweaked his ankle in practice. Uh, that's not too bad of news considering Myers has played not very much to uh, this so far this season. Um, Stott seems like he likes to play Myers against, you know, teams with more big big men um and you know not at all if he if teams have more or more perimeter oriented i think i don't think we saw myers against the bucks you know for example a team with a bunch of big agile perimeter guys um, but we did see him last night against the pelicans you know a big body to help out against demarcus um a friend of the pod casey holdall chold he tweeted out that caleb swanigan has been awarded Lift of the Day by Team Strength and Conditioning Coaches. Congratulations to Caleb Swanigan. Already just three, four games in to his NBA career, winning awards, the award-winning Caleb Swanigan. And the award, I think, was a dumbbell. So I got a question. Is this, um, maybe we need to get Chold on the pod to answer more questions about this. Is it, are they giving out a dumbbell for each winner or is it one dumbbell that gets passed around like a like a wrestling championship belt i think it's got to be the latter unless they're just spending a ton of money on these (laughs) well obviously if they're giving one out every day or every practice or whatever uh, every weightlifting session they they need a lot of uh, prizes but i also like to imagine that it maybe it's a little like a little statue with a dumbbell you know like that they got at the trophy shop and they just order like 300 of them they give one out like a cute little thing, like a like a grade school soccer team pizza party after the season, and everybody gets some kind of special award. I must know more. I will know more. That I promise you. Um, Mike Richmond of the Oregonian, uh, he had a great article about um, Ed Davis, who has been crushing it. Really, one of the best stories of the Blazers early season is Ed Davis off the bench. He's averaging nine points, nine rebounds and one block in 18 minutes per game. That's incredible production and much needed production. And Ed worked so hard this off season that uh, Richmond noted his nickname of shirt off Ed. 
He doesn't say who's calling him shirt off Ed. Uh, he stopped short of saying that the players are calling him shirt off Ed. Uh, but somebody's calling him shirt off Ed. Maybe it's Ed. Um, but I don't know. It kind of made me think that a nickname for myself, I could maybe this Halloween, which is right around the corner. I've been looking for a costume idea. Maybe I can be shirt on Seth. Um, because I'm the opposite. I didn't, I do not work hard on my body. Uh, Ed said, you know, he works so hard on his body. He's got to make sure people see it. So he's shirt off Ed. Uh, I'm the opposite. I abuse my body and I got to make sure that it's never seen. Um, I went to the dermatologist a couple weeks ago. I'm fine. I was just getting some moles checked out and the dermatologist complimented me on, on how much it looks like I keep my shirt on. (laughs) So that gives you an idea of both of my whiteness and uh, of uh, my shame, I guess. (laughs) Uh, But Ed Davis, I mean, Probably my favorite my favorite early Blazer season story has been Ed Davis bouncing back after, you know, he was not healthy last year. Um, and he just, ah, it's it's so great to see some, some player come back like that. Uh, the Blazers uh, just announced that uh, Wade Baldwin, who they signed to a two-way contract, the point guard, big point guard, he's out six weeks after he tore some sort of muscle in his right thumb. And... You know, it wasn't so long ago that they the team announced that C.J. Wilcox, one of their two-way players, their other two-way contract player, was out six to eight weeks with a knee injury. Maybe I'm just paranoid because Halloween is coming up, but is there a is there a two-way curse on the Blazers? Do we need to get someone involved to lift this curse? Um, I don't know who you go go to for a G League curse. Um, is there somebody that is there someone like Lil B, but like a G League version of Lil B that is cursing development league players or uh, development league players. I guess it's a G, right? We can never know. Um, another, you know, I mentioned Ed Davis. Another heartwarming Blazers early season story for me is Evan Turner. He's been so good. This is, you can tell finally we're seeing what, what Neil O'Shea must have thought Evan Turner could be on this team which is another person to come and handle the ball and just create offense with their scoring and their passing and play tough on D and be another, you know, sizable perimeter player out there. Evan Turner so far this season, I mean, we're only four games in, but he's averaging 13, you know, four assists and four rebounds, and he's shooting 46%. Uh, I kind of doubt that would, I mean, that could hold. If that holds, that's great for for Evan and the team. Um, that would be his career high for a season is 46 percent and he's also shooting 33 percent from the three which is great um so yeah that has been really encouraging to see if if he keeps that up even if you know he is slightly below that that solves the blazers depth issues um pretty well to just have someone who can come in and they they use him pretty perfectly he's really aggressive he attacks he looks for a shot he goes down in the post he shoots his his mid-range thing that he that he loves to do um and that has been pretty 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 cool i hope you guys are watching the new curb your enthusiasm season pretty today's show is sponsored by talkspace the online therapy company for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy you can pick an experienced licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. 
To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Good. Uh, and really, the another interesting storyline to me of the season so far has been, you know, of the big three now, um, we've talked a lot about Nurk has been struggling, and that continues. And hes it's not like he's playing terribly. He's just, it seems like he's maybe thinking a little bit too much. He's missing shots that he normally makes. He doesn't seem like he's um, creating as confidently. When he came to Portland last year and went on his tear, it just blew me away. It was so nice to see someone down low that was creating things from their own talent for other people. You know, the Blazers have had a lot of like centers who can finish, you know, if somebody else sets them up or, or, you know, do, do the dirty work, but having somebody that can download, that could get the ball and just create something for themselves or somebody else was awesome to see. Great for the team, obviously. Um, but Nurk has, has not really looked like that this year, although he does look thinner, which is, I suppose, nice. Um, but it seems like one of those things where he's just getting into the groove and he'll be fine because he is still playing pretty well. Um, just not, you know, not at the the level that he was during that tear last season. So, uh, and along with him is uh, Damian Lillard has not really shot the ball nearly as well as, as, you know, he usually does in his first four games. He's shooting uh, 39% from the field. 36% from three. And, you know, those numbers are down quite a bit for for Lillard. Um, and he's only scoring 21 a game. And again, super early. But, you know, if you would have told me that four games in, uh, the Blazers would be three and one with Lillard scoring 21 a game and Nurk struggling on as well, um, I would have been shocked. So I'm sure the Blazers will take it. But you have to think as they get into the tougher parts of their schedule that obviously Dame and Nurk are going to, are going to have to pick it up. And it's, it's only four games again, but it is something to keep an eye on. The Blazers play the Clippers tomorrow night, the new look Los Angeles Clippers. Have you had a chance to check them out yet without Chris Paul? Um, totally different team. They're even though a lot of the players are still there, obviously Blake Griffin is still there. Deandre is still there. Um, Austin Rivers is still there. Uh, Wesley Johnson is still there. I'm not going to just keep doing that. But uh, they're so wide open now. The ball moves. They're sharing. Uh, they're making a lot more use of Blake Griffin's talents because he's, you know, an, an able passer himself. And uh, it's been really cool. They're much more fun to watch. So I'm excited for the game. And they look really good. They haven't lost yet this year. Um, they got some bad news because Tia Dosich who they just brought over from from Europe this year the the flashy the flashy passing point guard that uh is also Patrick Beverly's good friend uh they brought him over and he's he's out with no timetable for return so no we won't see any flashy Teodosic passes tomorrow um but the clippers should still be formidable uh Lou Williams comes off the bench for them uh in that second guard spot so you know Patrick Beverly the Blazers Blazers nemesis Patrick Beverly Lou Williams uh you know and then the and then the Clippers signed Gallinari who's been playing well for them uh and but Blake Griffin uh, 
is like Blake Griffin unleashed. And his level of play to me is, I know, I, I got to just keep saying, I guess it's very early, but so far Blake, he looks like he's having a lot more fun to me just with, you know, watching the games. And he's playing at an MVP level. Uh, we're talking 27 and 10 and four assists and a steal uh, and shooting 44% from three. Uh, this is like this is like Blake Griffin unleashed uh, and having a good time with a smile on his face. He gets the ball in his hands a lot more. Uh, so this is this is a Clippers team that it'll be interesting if they end up going further than you know when Chris Paul was there and they had so much talent for so many years. But they seemed like they just never got over the hump. They had bad luck with injuries. They just could never get it all the way together. Um, and now they just Chris Paul leaves. They make sure to keep Blake in town, sign some interesting players, and um, yeah, the Clippers could be you know one of the top teams in the West, and that's that's really saying something. In NBA news, the broader league at large, uh, David Stern uh, did a video with Al Harrington, who's now a uh, makes some kind of cannabis extract entrepreneur. He's a ganjapreneur, is Al Harrington. And the the headlines from the video were was uh, David Stern agreeing that um, marijuana should probably be removed from the banned substances list for NBA players. And another big win for Al Harrington. He's getting in early on the weed business, ganjapreneur. Hot, he's on a hot streak. Of course, we all remember he just won the Big Three Championship as one-third of the great trilogy team. I should probably double-check that. Off my head, do I really know big three results? Yeah, trilogy. Al Harrington, Kenyon Martin, Rashad McCants, James White, and Dion Glover, coached by former bad boy Pistons enforcer Rick Mahorn. So Al Harrington keeps winning uh, in his post-NBA life, um, racking up a big three championship and now a, a... weed promotion championship i don't know uh but you know so it's interesting that david stern has come around he he of course instituted he's the one who put the the drug on the list i believe and this was in like 1999 it's not like it was some ancient thing but you know opinions can change you know if you change your mind about anything in 17 18 years i hope so uh, and so has so has david stern it seems like so um the next step for Al is to get uh, get David Stern, you know, to hit a dab on <laughs> on camera, and then he's his business will be set for life. Um, so shout out to Al Harrington, shout out to David Stern. The other NBA story I think has been interesting is the saga. It's is it a saga yet? I don't know. Markel Fultz in Philadelphia. I don't know if that's a saga or if it's still a drama. But Fultz, I mean, and if if you watched him. At all, first of all, if you watched University of Washington basketball last season, hats off to you. You're a true fan, either of the Huskies or just basketball in general. That team was rough to watch, but Fultz was not. Fultz was incredible on that team, and he shot you know over 40 percent from three. Uh, he was lethal with his you know his step backs, his step to the side. He was hitting jumpers that you see you don't really see players outside of the NBA doing. You know like the Kyrie's and James Harden's where they're sidestepping, they're backstepping and just hitting them very efficient with those step backs and threes. So it was, it seems strange to me to start the season, how, how poorly he was shooting and how little he was shooting. He hasn't taken a, an, 
attempt from three-point line yet. Um, and, of course, the first story that people started freaking out about was his free throws, which he shot like a like a frog or like a, a small child. Like the It looked very strange. And this kind of story came out that said, that, oh, the Sixers are just trying something new with his shooting motion. And that didn't really make sense because that shooting motion was awful. And, you know, he wasn't a great free throw shooter in college, but, uh, you know, radically changing into some weird, you know, uh, five-year-old trying to get the ball to the rim looking form made no sense. Uh, and then, so early in the week, Fultz's agent came out with a statement that Fultz's shoulder is very hurt. He's had fluid drained from it twice. Um, you know, and, and Fultz later said that, yeah, he's his new free throw mechanics is basically just him trying to get the ball to the rim. His shoulder is very hurt. And now it seems like Fultz's agent and the 76ers are in like a spin battle over who was playing Markel, who was playing him when he was this this injured instead of just letting him rest and recover. And it was so weird to me that they were, I guess I thought maybe it made some sort of basketball sense, but I just wasn't, you know, I'm not like day-to-day learning about the 76ers. He was coming off the bench, you know, and they were starting Jared Bayless. And I was like, well, maybe they want Fultz to have full control and be out there. I don't know. It didn't make any, any real sense to me. Uh, but the thing that does make sense is Fultz is, is very injured and has been trying to play and has played pretty poorly uh, as a result. So uh, that's the other drama going on in the NBA that I'm keeping an eye on. And I know you lobsters are are ready for lobster tails. I like lobster tails. That's my lobster tails. That's my lobster tail for today. All right. Um, that's it for this edition of Locked on Blazers. Thanks for hanging around. If you want to come see a great comedy show tonight or on saturday night october 28th come see me at the big legrowski it's portland's finest big lebowski themed bar a uh, great tap selection i run a comedy show there the last saturday of every month this weekend we're doing it at 7 p.m because there's a costume party afterwards it might get crazy i don't know am i gonna wear a costume will i just go with shirt on seth and hope that there's a couple lobsters in the audience who will understand what i'm talking about i don't know We'll see. You know, the future is nothing but possibilities. Everyone take care of yourselves, and I'll see you soon.